1: You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. This episode
2: contains discussions of issues of self-harm and suicide. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Hello, I am Leigh Campbell. Hello, and I am Tegan Maggioli. And this is This Glorious Mess, the mother's group in your ears where judgment is left at the door. Yeah, I
0: feel like I need to leave my judgment at the door for whatever you're about to say. Yes, I was
1: going to say, we've got a very important show, but first, no judgment. I have to (laughs) do a crowdsource of my own. I want to ask the Mamma Mia parents, I've got a flight in a couple of weeks, we're going to Italy for literally 10 days with a toddler, like, who does that? But anyway, long story (laughs) short, so literally stopping in Abu Dhabi for a few hours. Keep going. Oh, wow. My son's You're ne- really
0: powering on. Yes.
1: So, you know how you always hear like, give your kid Finergan, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, is that an actual thing? I've, I've never even heard of Finergan. Like, I've oh, heard of it, sorry, but I've never seen it. Like,
0: Oh, I've had a hoot on Finergan myself. Oh.
1: <laughs> Because, like, I know drugging your toddler is not, like, a thing that's approved and allowed to be done, but is there anything that, like, natural that it can help him get sleepier? Oh, there's,
0: like, the melatonin gummies yeah, and melatonin, and things like that. Like, you need something, Yep, yeah, and please know when I said I've... <laughs> Had a hoot on fenugan. It wasn't just as a recreational pastime. I was actually being medicated with oh, fenugan as a side effect. It was very lovely.
1: Oh, was it? I've heard from parents that have gone the fenugan route that it can either make your child sleepy yes. or hyper.
0: So you must always have a little test run before. Well, you look, go. I am a
1: responsible parent. I will speak to my GP before giving my toddler anything. But I just wondered if, like, well, look, or I, you just grin after it and bear two it.
0: long weekends in a row, I'm ready to fenugan my children <laughs> just to get through a normal weekend. So if you need to get through, like, a 24-hour flight, just do what works <laughs> oh, for you, girlfriend. I
1: speaking about any tips for long-haul flights with a Nelly three-year-old that your daycare teacher has said it has the most energy out of any child I've ever seen. <laughs> Bless. Thoughts and prayers. Did she say he's very spirited? She said he literally has the most energy out of any <laughs> oh, child I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Love it. Anyway, on to today's show. I have actually wanted to discuss bullying on the show for a while now. You know, Alex is getting to the stage where he's interacting more with little kids. And I, of course, as a parent, worry about him being bullied and also worry about raising a bully. And I just want to know, what can we do? And we have the most amazing guest today. We are so lucky to be speaking to Kate Everett. Founder of Dolly's Dream about her organization and experience in the bullying prevention space. Yeah,
0: really looking forward to chatting to her and of course our weekly nails and fails. Mm-hmm.
1: After Kate lost her teenage daughter, Amy, to suicide, she started Dolly's Dream as a legacy to their daughter and to raise awareness of the damages of bullying. We are so happy to welcome Kate to the show. So Kate, thank you so much for joining us. And can you start off by telling us a little bit about Dolly's Dream, what it does and who it aims to support? Dolly's Dream
2: was started out of the loss of our daughter, Dolly, in 2018, and our aim was to... Support um, families and students that were uh, struggling with bullying, and aiming to bring an awareness of the effects of bullying to families and to schools, and to promote um, kindness and better school cultures. And obviously, that flows on the, into the workplace. We've got a strong rural focus, obviously, being rural families and um, you know struggling to find the support that we needed when we were going through our journey. Our focus is supporting those families with children away at boarding school. And can you tell us a bit about Dolly's Dream support line? Absolutely. So the Dolly's Dream support line is one of our initiatives. Obviously, most things that we do were born out of where we struggled to find support. So we actually teamed up with the boys from TX, which have a free counselling service. And with the help of them, we've actually created our own Dolly's Dream support line. And now this is available for anyone. You know, if that number's in your phone or you know a family that is struggling or maybe coping with the grief and loss of a loved one or child, this service can put you in touch with something maybe closer to home. And it may be just those, you know, 10 sessions that you need to get back on your feet. And we strongly encourage people to use this, you know, before they're drowning. We want to give people tools in their toolkits you might say, just to help them get on their way.
1: Is that for the kids or the parents or anyone that needs somebody to listen?
2: Anyone that needs someone to listen, I strongly, you know, encourage children to reach out. You know, If they're in a boarding school situation, for example, and they don't feel like they're supported at their school or there's not the right people in place, you know, they're encouraged to reach out and find support. But from the same token, I had a, uh, a conversation with a, a mum the other day and she just said, I don't know how to support my child. And I said, you know, the support person needs as much support as the person struggling. So as far as mums and dads, you know, reach out and get that help as a support person because you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah, absolutely. Such a great point.
1: Now, look, my son's only three, so I've got a long way ahead of me, but he is getting to the age where he's interacting with other kids. You know, at daycare, there's pushing and pulling. And, of course, my mind goes to once he goes to school and if bullying starts, he might be the bully, he might be bullied. So in your experience, how do we start talking to our kids about this, about bullying?
2: So I guess it starts from a really young age. It goes right back to helping little children manage their emotions and, you know, kind of reiterating, you know, it's okay to feel tired or angry or stressed or whatever those emotions and massive emotions for a little kid saying, you know, it's not okay to hit people. It's okay that you're angry, but it's not okay to hit people or it's not okay to snatch toys or it's not okay to call that child a name and you start off very basic. You don't have to use the word bullying as such. You know, you can talk to a very specific behaviour and we have some really great resources on our Parent Hub
1: Oh, that's fantastic because yeah, I did wonder if it was too early to start, but obviously not. I mean, yeah. yeah. And I think
2: at this age, it would be based a lot around the
0: language used, you know, yes. which is easy to get frustrated or snapped. but you know, it's to have the tools in place would be really handy for sure.
2: Absolutely. You know, just little things like if you were talking about an incident that happened, it might be Harper keeps hitting Sophia and that's really mean. Charlie stops other kids playing with Josh and this makes Josh feel really sad and talking to little ones about how they can be inclusive and kind. So it can start really, really young. Yeah.
0: And how about for those parents that might suspect That their child is the bully. You know, I think we're also protective of our kids from being bullied and we would never want our children to experience that vulnerability. But then on the other hand, I think a lot of people always refer back to, oh, it's how they were raised or it's how they were parented. This is not always necessarily the case for a child that may be, you know, the bully as such. So, you know, what can parents do if they suspect that their child is the one responsible for the bullying?
2: It's such a difficult conversation. And I think if we we're all really honest, there's probably a stage where our children have done something that is mean or, or you know. Sure. So I think it goes back to looking at what is going on. And, and if you do suspect that your child is the bully, you know, you need to remain calm and find out the whole situation and open that conversation. Have you left someone out? Have you reposted something that's inappropriate and then working through the fact that it needs to stop now and if it has happened at school or there is other school kids involved then maybe working with the school and making that phone call to the school as that parent and saying look my child is responsible for this how do we best work through that together and then start talking about you know the empathy relating to that child what that other person is feeling you know this is not emotionless and just because it's online it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt you know so bringing up all those things and including how the person on the other end is feeling and if you need support in that we do have help or talk to someone else that you feel comfortable but it is such a difficult conversation but equally as important as as being so so important
1: Kate you've done such an incredible thing in creating Dolly's Dream what is your hope for Dolly's Dream and is there a way that the community can support it? Thank you our
2: hopes for Dolly's Dream I guess is that it outlives us that this will be a legacy forevermore for Dolly and every other child that's lost a life to bullying and we certainly hope that we've done enough that this will exist for a long time to come. As far as community support we've got our do it for Dolly Day, which we're in the fourth year. And this is a great way for communities to get involved. And it's so simple. You know, all you have to do is wear blue, you can jump online, register, you can have a blue morning tea, you can fundraise if you like, or not, it can just be about the awareness. And it's a great way to include, you know, little kids, school age, you know, seniors, young people in the workforce. And you know, this year, our eldest daughter Meg has come on board as one of our Do It For Dolly Day ambassadors and with the passion of building that mental health support for young people that are living and working in remote areas.
1: Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, Kate. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you for having me. Nailed it. You failed it. Nailed and
0: failed. Nailed and failed. (laughs)
1: What's wrong with what us? What have you got today Oh for my me? gosh, my nails! I feel no, like wait. you
0: have nails and fails coming out your. Don't you? (laughs) No, I've just got fails coming out.
1: My life is, every day is like, yeah, mostly fails. But anyway, (laughs) can we rewind back to Easter? So I'm talking three or four weeks ago now. Yeah. We were down in Melbourne. We were staying in this lovely spot by the water. And you know when you're just talking to your toddler? Like toddlers talk gibberish. So I just talk about whatever, right? So we're saying hi to this boat and waving at this. And he's asking me, like, why is the water sparkly? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, we might see a fishy jump out. Just passing comment. (laughs) And he's just clung to this. A fishy might jump out. And I was like, oh, you know. So then an hour goes by that weekend and he's like, we see a fishy jump out of the water. And I'm like, oh, I just. I don't know, maybe. (laughs) And Rich is like, have you ever seen a fish jump out of the water? And I'm like, well, like on game fishing shows, yes. Fast forward almost a month. Has my child stopped asking to see and a has fish he jump out? of the seen one? No. I no. said, "Do you want to go to the aquarium?" No, mummy. I want to go to the beach and see a fishy jump oh. out of the water. <laughs> so we went to the beach the other weekend, and he's just staring. When's the fishy? And mummy, no fishies are jumping out of the water. And Rich is like, "Why did you say You've
0: that?" Set him up. But
1: I'm like, mate, you'd never know what they're going to cling to. There's one throwaway That's so sentence. Yeah. And I said to him, "But actually, fishes don't really jump out of the water that often." He's like, "Well, are they sleeping?" Yes, and I'm like, well, yeah, okay, they're sleeping, and then when it's they're a sunny at day, school. Yeah. but then he's like, it's a sunny day, the fishes jump out of the water. <laughs> oh my god! Oh stop. my goodness! So no I'm just more. not going to talk to my yeah, kid just anymore because I thing. don't know what he will no. hold me to ransom. What's um, your fail?
0: My fail. Well, look, this is completely irrelevant to anything, but I received a DM on Insta the other day from a long-term listener. If you're a long-term listener, <laughs> you would have heard me go on a rant very early on about how earring like. Absolutely not parenting related.
1: <laughs> earring no, holes. No, I think it started because the twins were getting their ears pierced. Oh,
0: maybe it was. Yes. Earring holes are really stinky.
1: Yours are. <laughs> and
0: I'm not even wearing like crappy, bad quality earrings. Like I've got some legit earrings in, but the earring holes. Stink. Yours again. Stink. So mine, the stench just returned. But what made me like recognize that is because someone DM'd me and said, Oh, I was attending a wedding on the weekend and I had to change my earrings. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> and it reminded me of your red, like all these years ago. And I was
1: like, Oh my gosh, mine are stinky again. Okay, hang on. How are you smelling your own earrings? Like holes? I can just
0: smell it's next to my head. Like you've got my... an
1: infection and you need to go to the
0: doctor. Yeah, maybe I need like some <laughs> I love Cuts. how this has now turned into my private GP consultation.
1: I do remember this. It was quite hilarious the first time. But are they sore? No. Is, are you do, smelling the rod for, of the earring? No. like i can literally I'm gonna just smell just my smells, earring right now.
0: Twist your earring holes and then smell your finger.
1: What? I'm going to smell my earring. Oh. Oh, yeah. It smells a bit like toe jam. <laughs> is that right? Is that what it's meant to smell it's like? It's funky. Yeah. It's like gross. It smells like if you smell like what you, you pick out from belly under belly your big button. toe. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's normal, <laughs> but
0: I've got three earring holes. Oh yeah, in each you've got a curated ear. So here. You're six. very cool. I'm not
1: cool. <laughs> I feel like it's your body's way of saying, "Stop making holes in me." Like I yeah, just leave like me alone. Yeah, it's like trying to get the
0: earrings out. Yeah. Anyway, completely parenting non-related, <laughs> but our long-term listener who DM'd me, I really appreciated her. You know, making me feel <laughs>
1: normal because she and too that, had stinky ears. Of holes. all the amazing advice we've had on this show, that's Over what sticks years, in her. People
0: like, mm, my ear holes stink. Oh, oh so take chickens. <laughs> So glad that that's
1: how people <laughs> oh <laughs> think my God. of me. Look, we talked Sticky about my hemorrhoids. So why oh, not talk about well, your... I'll save you that for for next okay. episode. Okay, Yeah, good. Let's, yeah. Oh yeah my gosh. Justin Hems is back anyway. Oh. Um, my Nailed has nothing to do with me and everything to do with daycare. So they're obviously going through when you learn to pack your toys away. Mm. Alexander is obsessed with packing away. Oh my
2: God, how great. Oh, so
1: good. I mean, sometimes it's stuff that doesn't need packing away and sometimes he wants to help me pack away things and obviously him doing it makes it worse. Yeah. But if I say pack away your toys block by block. He says, I pack away, I pack away, I pack oh. away, I pack away. And he puts it all in the basket. And I just and think. Do you,
0: you don't have to give him anything or like. <laughs> no, but it's so
1: annoying. If I'm trying to leave in it's the morning sometimes. Oh, he's
0: obsessed with packing away. Yeah. And
1: I'm like, bud, we got to go. We've got to go. I'll pack away when I get, I've got to drop you off. And he said, yeah. like, no, I pack away, I pack away, no. I pack oh. away. But for the most part, thank you daycare for teaching that because yes. he's really into it because yeah. he's really in love with one of his teachers. If she teaches him something. Yeah. It's it like, sticks. it sticks. Yeah. Oh. So we're packing away. That's really good. Praise I, be. I
0: forget that my kids are old enough to do that. I was just talking about this with my sister-in-law yesterday because I'm like, oh, my kids love to clean, but I forget that they can. Like, oh, yeah. Samara loves making her bed, but I always forget to be like, can you clean your room and make your bed before yes. we go? And then I'm
1: like, oh. Or if it's a rainy day, just give them this? a like a wet hand oh, towel yeah. and just or get like them to wipe windex. the windows. Oh, well, probably don't give them Windex at <laughs> all, but give them a wet towel and pretend.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny.
1: Do you have a nail?
0: Speaking of Easter you were just talking about, so I just saw a meme come up. Is that how you say them? Yeah.
1: Yes. Memes, not meme.
0: <laughs> I saw a meme come up on my Insta, and it was about Nan's crappy Easter eggs that yes. no one eats—the like, waxy plastic like, candle ones. So I was like, I one hundred percent did that for my kids, and I'm considering it a nail because they cost me six dollars for a hundred eggs. And oh Do you not want to know the best part? What they, they didn't, didn't eat, eat them. one of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good, because they were probably made out exactly. of plastic. Exactly. Well,
0: no. <laughs> They didn't like them. Like Indy put one in her mouth and was like, Ugh, like they're what so is this? Waxy. And they're so gross. And they're, like, they're dark chocolate, like the real oh. crap chocolate. Okay, that's a win. Like advice for next Easter, for the treasure hunt, don't go buying like the eggs. chocolates. Don't buy Cadbury. They'll actually eat. You're just jipping yourself there. Buy them the crap ones from the reject shop that actually are not edible at all.
1: Oh, great. Yeah. I quite like that. I don't yeah. know how you turn that into a nail, but I love it's, you for I it. I
0: nailed it. I got off spending less on eggs, avoided a sugar high.
1: <laughs> parenting oh, at its finest. Oh, guys, follow Tegan for more parenting tips. Thank <laughs> and you. And stinky ears. <laughs> for listening to this glorious mess. Get in touch with us. We love hearing from you. Our email address is tgm at mamamia.com.au. Or you can join the Mamma Mia Parents Facebook group, which is called Mamma Mia Parents. So oh that's. Gosh, you're talking
0: so fast, I can't. Too hard to <laughs> keep
1: up. Also, if you're missing TGM Big Kids, you might like our new show. It's called Help. I have a teenager, <laughs> hosted by Ginny Mansberg and Joe Lamble. Every week, they answer two tough questions on teens. Here's a taste. We've got a question from anonymous.
2: Hi, Joe and Ginny. I need your help. My 17-year-old daughter has just found out that she's pregnant. Mm. She came and told me, and I tried to stay as calm as possible, but now I keep thinking back to my reactions and I'm wondering that I did it wrong. Should I have been angrier? Should I have been disappointed? What's the best thing to do in these situations? This is all of us mums. Every time we have any discussion with our kids, we go back and give ourselves mm. anxiety over we should have done it this way, we should have done it that way. That's
1: some mother guilt that starts when they come out and continues, I think, until we
2: are no longer on this planet.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Mamma Mia and this episode was produced by Emmeline Peterson. See ya!